0: Hello and welcome back to At the Kitchen Table with MacroWorks. This is season two, episode sixteen. Wrong. Episode 15. 15. (laughs) Dang it. One day I'm gonna get this right. And anyways, (laughs) I'm Coach Burgundy and I'm here with Coach Trey, like always. Hey,
1: what's up guys?
0: We missed a week there. We've been crazy with end of school stuff, but we're excited to be back and ready to roll. So just fair warning though, after this episode is recorded from now on, you're probably going to have a lot of background noise with our kids running around like maniacs because they are officially out of school for the summer tomorrow. So we are going to be shooting these with them around. So should be interesting to say the least. (laughs) anyways we are going to kick off with our member shout outs like always my microphone on okay sorry i was like i don't feel like i'm am i just talking quiet or am i screaming i can't tell you're good um our first there we go had to position that a little bit better Our first member shout out goes to Brandy Bell. We have shouted her out a couple of times, but she's just freaking killing it. And when you just keep hitting these awesome milestones week after week, we're going to celebrate you no matter what. So we're, I mean, this just shows how hard she's working, that she's been been shouted out so many times it out. Um, but this week, she hit 16 pounds gone. And that, it's
1: Brandy Bell. I don't know if you said her name.
0: Did I say Brandy Bell? I'm yeah. pretty sure Did I said okay, her name. Okay, never
1: mind. Yeah. Brandy Bell. Again. Yeah, Brandy so, yeah. Bell, Brandy
0: Bell, Brandy Bell. <laughs> Anyways, can you tell we love Brandy Bell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we worked with her for a while in um, the past, and then we just recently started working with her again, so it's always awesome to have people come back and get to see them and love on them again, and we're just so proud of you, Brandy, for everything that you've been doing and working so hard. We see you, and it's paying off, and... It doesn't go unnoticed so you're freaking rock star and you're killing it um the next one on the list is kim Spears, someone else we've worked with on and off for a long time she lost 65 pounds 65 let me just repeat that amazing 65 pounds gone like she is someone who is just so consistent and just does what she needs to do and she obviously her results are a true indicator of that she's worked
1: through some tough stuff she's Mm -hmm. just planned well she's you know she's somebody that's that constantly asking us like when she goes on vacation or when she does things like that, she's like, Hey, here, what's the best way to handle this? You know, I'm going on a cruise or I'm going, I'm doing on vacation. You know what, you know, I've got this event coming up. What should I be doing? And yeah, she takes what we say to heart and puts it into Very practice. Coachable. And as if you can see, 65 pounds gone shows her hard work. Yeah, and
0: that doesn't mean that she was perfect by any means, like none of us are. But that just shows that what happens when you're consistent, even if you aren't perfect. And you're consistently trying to be better. You're consistently trying to figure out ways to hit your targets more consistently and all of those things. And that just shows that she's putting in the effort and it's paying off. So yeah, congratulations, Kim.
1: We've been you know, saying this to a lot of clients lately that effort and, and, uh, you know, oh my goodness, I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> that you
0: don't you know, have to be perfect. Yeah, effort and attitudes. Yes.
1: My goodness. Okay. <laughs> effort and attitude. <laughs> yeah. Effort and attitude is, you know, really takes you a long way. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to with, be
0: perfect. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people feel like if they're not perfect, then they just aren't going to do it. And that's so silly. Like none of us are perfect and you don't have to be to get great right results. Like you just have to give it 100% of your best effort and whatever situation you were in. And if that means going over your calories one day, but you did better than you would have if you weren't logging, then that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Like you're doing great. And we're just really proud of you, Kim. Um, and then the last one for me is Marcy Morris. She completed a Spartan race for the first time. And let me tell you, we didn't, we haven't done Spartan races, but we did a couple of Tough mutters, and they're, I mean, I know they're different, but pretty similar. And those things are no no easy feat to do. I feel like that was one of my first big challenging things that I ever did for myself with my fitness journey. And I was still pretty overweight. I'd lost a lot of weight at that time, the first time we did our Tough Mudder, but it was 13 miles of obstacles. And I... I mean, it was one of those things I when I finished, I was like, I never want to do that again, but I'm so happy I did yeah. <laughs> it. To prove. So good, yes, didn't just it? to prove you can do things like that. So we know how hard those things are to accomplish. And we're like, that just shows how freaking tough and disciplined you are and how much of a hard worker you are. And. We just recently started working with her um, not too long ago. So we already know just because of this, like your work ethic and how willing you are to get dirty and dig in and just freaking kill it. So congratulations. That is an amazing accomplishment.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'll take over the next three. So the next one on our list is Paula. And please, uh, I hope I don't butcher your last name. But it's slimmer. So Schlemmer. So I say it. Paula Schlemmer.
0: Okay. So I've known Paula forever. Well, I've worked with her forever. Most of our clients at Remote. But I've always said Paula Schlemmer.
1: So I'm not. I, yeah. If it's Schlemmer or Schlimmer or neither one of those, please let us know. I, text, I apologize. We, we texted you a pla- minute ago <laughs> just to be
0: sure. But anyways, we probably butchered that. Yeah, we love you, Paula. That. But
1: anyways, Paula has hit 13 pounds gone already. So she's relatively new she to just working had a with baby. us. Again. She just had a baby. She is just like, she's somebody that we've, you know, really puts in excellent effort. She and really she, does. like, she just started, hard, started she back with us hard. after her
0: baby. Sorry, not to, no, 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 to no, interrupt you, but she just started back after having her baby. And, the first couple of weeks she's back on track like she goes on this really long vacation with her family but it wasn't one of those things where normal people not normal people most people would be like well i'm going on vacation so i'm not starting yet like not paula she was like i'm so ready to feel better and to feel good and to get back to where i was i'm starting regardless if i have vacation or not and help me navigate this and she wasn't perfect on vacation but she still has hit 13 pounds gone and she didn't even see an increase when she was on vacation that just shows that you don't have to be perfect you just have to give it a hundred percent of your best effort where you are and she's freaking killing it
1: and she still had a good time on her vacation
0: there's a balance (laughs) like anyways i'm taking over your show. no 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 you're good you're good fired up no you're
1: good but yeah paula is freaking killing it and just you know yeah we're just really proud of you and just seeing you working hard and just doing what you need to do and it's your hard work is paying off but all right so next one on our list i feel like we shouted her out several times too (laughs) but she's another one of those that like her attitude and her, you know, every single text we get from her, even if she had a hard day, was like, okay, here's where I had a struggle, but, you know, I'm looking at the positive. She chooses yes. to look for the positive in every single thing, and it's really, one, refreshing, and yeah. two, you know, again, you know, we, I feel like we say this every week, but your attitude and, you know, a correlation between your attitude and getting to your goal weight, I mean, if you're a positive Almost all the time, you're pos- if you have a positive attitude and stick with it and just keep trying, you will get to your goal. Yeah. You know, it's the ones that, with the crummy attitudes that's, that struggle. Even and the so- ones
0: who know what to do. If you have a crappy attitude, you're probably not going to be getting to your goals. Yeah. Like, that's just reality. I,
1: I I honestly can't think of one client that has gotten to their goal weight and, you know, with a, and has had a really crummy attitude <laughs> the entire time and just Ugh. fought the whole entire way. She's fired up. She, she gets excited to use her food scale kind of like we do. She makes me excited
0: like, every time. Did you say Ray? do yeah, I'm talking you said about her. Ray. Yeah, yeah but Ray Tidwell. I'm did you sorry. Did i say it? Yeah. I, man, We're talking I'm about Ray. That. Ray did well. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was like waiting for you to say her yeah, name. Like, I'm pretty sure you haven't said it yet. But Ray is one of those, like every time I see her name pop up on the list, I'm so excited to just open her text because I know it's going to be encouraging. I know even if she had a bad day or an off day, it's still going to have a positive with it because Ray goes through a lot of struggles too, but she's someone who is just so positive and counts her blessings and focuses on the good. And we do have some clients that are opposite of that. Every time I see their text, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's going to be another hard one. Not hard, but just in the sense of like everything's negative and it's just draining. And so Ray is really a good example of how much your attitude and your perspective can affect not only yourself but everyone around you and just be a light like this world is so crazy and dark right now like when you're listening to this like it's after all this tragedy happened in Texas with um and Uvalde and it's I feel like I this isn't what I wanted to talk about today but I feel like it's important I can't talk about it without crying so I'm not gonna get in too big of detail because we are all mourning this but I think that this is just such a huge reminder to us to be lights and to be positive and to teach our children how to be positive and be lights and lead by example with that and that comes from our attitude and our mindset and our perspective because we want to raise our kids to be lights too so when they grow up they're lights as an adult and I don't know. I don't know why I got off on that tangent no, 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 there, but Ray is just like, I was talking to her about this all morning today about like praying for our kids and stuff like that. And I think that that's what sparked this. Cause I was just having this conversation with yeah. her. Um, but it's just a, such a good reminder that you just have to focus on the good when there's so much darkness around. And especially when we're like doing something as silly as, I mean, it does, I know it's not silly, but when things like this happen, it seems silly. Like focusing on how hard it is not to eat sweets or how hard it is. Like these things aren't hard in the reality of the world we live in today.
1: There's people who are mourning their children. There's people who are mourning loved ones. You know, it's tough. And I know
0: like when you listen to this, it might be a couple of weeks later and I don't want to like, (laughs) re. just, I don't want this to be a place of more sadness, but I do think it's important to um, talk about these things that are happening in real life because, It's just another reminder of how blessed we are every day we get to wake up with our loved ones and we every day we get to wake up and choose to be healthy because it's in our control. Others aren't that lucky. And sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that. No, no, you're good. You're good. Because we still have one more person. Yeah, I got one
1: more shout out. No, no, you're good. (laughs) And Trisha, yeah, I've got Trisha Tranum is the next one on our list. And she. Reached her goal weight and switched to maintenance. Ooh, I which feel like is I really awesome. think
0: we need a bell, a maintenance yeah, know, bell. Yeah. Every <laughs> time we say someone made the switch to maintenance, I want to like ding the bell. That's the right. Bell. We can do
1: something. Ding, ding 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 Air horn. <laughs> <laughs> you made like, it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, no. But yeah, Trisha and she's on this program with her husband Jeff, and they are just two people who are just Power very couple. driven, just excited to always. You know they they help each other out they really plan well they're just really a great team and just seeing you know seeing them do so well together is just really fun I mean I'm just so proud of them because that's we just this remind us a lot of Burgundy and I that yeah, really we wouldn't be where we would get, yeah we wouldn't be where we were if it wasn't for each other yeah so just seeing them working together and being such a great team and Tricia reaching her goal weight man that's freaking awesome yeah. So now she just gets to live life.
0: Trisha does hard things and is such a hard worker. And I love that about her. She's yes. she does not shy away from hard work and her results show that like she's such a freaking just boss when it comes yeah. to like doing what she needs to do to prioritize her health and fitness. And it's amazing to see.
1: Yep. So keep it up guys. Yeah. So we're so, yeah, we're really excited. Yeah. These were some really awesome <laughs> shout outs this week.
0: So today's episode is the kind of like a Q&A type episode. We asked um, our clients on the community page some questions that they would like us to answer on here, like frequently asked questions, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured this would be a good episode to do um, just because you might be wondering the same thing if you don't know the answers to these. So the first question we had was grocery shopping to meet the macros. I find food is going bad or am I having to toss it before I use it? Um, There's two parts to this question, but we'll just start there. So I totally get that. We're the same way. Like I can't tell you how many bags of lettuce we've bought and it goes bad. Um, But one thing that's really been helping me, I feel like, not let things like that go bad is to prep my meals in advance. Um, And I don't mean like cook a bunch of stuff and put them in separate containers. Like that's not how I meal prep that does work well for some other people but for me it just makes me more stressed and I actually feel like food goes bad faster because some days I wake up and I'm like I don't want to eat that today (laughs) and then it goes bad um so what I do is I meal prep in the sense of I make things like separately individually so I can add them to add different varieties of what I'm going to be eating that week to keep it fresh and not the same thing over and over again because I feel like if I'm eating the exact same thing which I do most of the time but it's all like different variations if I get sick of my normal lunch then I'll add a different sauce or a different carb or whatever but I typically on Sundays I choose what kind of carbs I'm gonna have that week what kind of protein I'm going to have and then I make a variety of that just enough for that week so that way it doesn't go bad that's what I'm eating um, for the majority of my meals so what I mean by that is I cook like my chicken basically is normally what I have for my protein source because I am a picky like almost worse than a (laughs) five-year-old when it comes to protein sources so I typically only eat chicken um, but you can pick whatever protein source you want. I grill my chicken on our Ninja Foodi. You can use a grill or cook however you like you it. Bake it Bake it yeah. however you prefer. It doesn't matter really. But what I do instead of keeping it in the fridge where it would go bad if something came up and we had to eat out or we had an event and I didn't get to eat my food, then it would go bad. So I keep it in the freezer. And that sounds crazy because you're like, well, what's the point of food prepping if you're gonna keep it in the freezer and have to recook it? But I have an air fryer, so I don't have to recook it. It's already cooked, so I just have to heat it up in the air fryer. It takes about 15 minutes, 18 minutes if you're crazy like me and like chicken jerky. Most people probably take around 10 minutes to heat up.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, you don't have to put it in the air fryer. That's just the way Burgundy likes yes. it. You can actually just microwave it like I do. No,
0: unless you're, it if you're gross <laughs> and you like funky chicken, then you can microwave it like a gross, don't like scare them like away from,
1: from, from, uh, saying, from fast I'm just saying, if things. you
0: microwave your chicken, then we need to have a discussion. No, just kidding. <laughs> if that works best for you, and no judgment, I promise. But for me... I don't like funky chicken, so I air fry it. And it still only takes about 10 minutes. Um, and then I keep things around that won't go bad. For like my carb sources, I do a lot of like Uncle Ben's um, ready rice. that comes in those packages, you can just keep in heat up in the microwave in 90 seconds. Um, we keep a lot of frozen veggies because if you have, a I get it, like fresh veggies would be ideal and I would love it if we were in a season of life where I could just have all the fresh, ve- fresh veggies and I knew I could eat them all up before they went bad. But in this season we're in with three kids who are super busy and we are working full time and we don't have literally any seconds to spare, I have to have it quick and easy. So for us and not go bad because some nights are unpredictable and we have to be adaptable and I don't want my carrots and stuff like sitting in my fridge crying because I didn't eat them and then going bad. So for us, we keep a lot of frozen veggies to prevent it from going bad. Um, So I have a lot of like mixed veggies that I have that I just grab and heat up, throw in my bowl with my carb source that I want. And the only carb source that I would say that I would prep ahead of time is if I'm having the, my carb like quinoa or something, mm-hmm. I'll prep that because that takes a while to cook. So I'll prep that and keep that in the fridge and then I can just grab out. But again, it's, I'm gonna eat that that whole week. Like my base is gonna be quinoa or
1: rice. And, and we make just enough. Just enough to yeah. last that we, week. We've kind of done this for a little while. We own, we know how much we're gonna eat, yeah. how much, you know, we've thrown out plenty of quinoa in our day to know that, okay, when to be, you know, and plus, those things, like if, if you get frozen veggies or you get fresh veggies and things like that, they're a lot cheaper than buying like the mm-hmm. pre-cut up ones. I know it takes a little more time to already cut them up and but they're if you really convenient. before, it's
0: not that yeah, hard. Yeah, if you take
1: some time to to actually do it that you know, do it that way, that's, you know, it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier. Yeah. It's like for me, so for, I pretty much eat only frozen vegetables with my, like, especially for lunch. I will, well, so for breakfast, I'll have eggs. Eggs, you know, will stay good for a while and so i never buy more than what i can than what i'm going to eat in you know a week or so and uh so and another thing that we do that just kind of popped in my head that's been really helpful helpful for us lately too especially with keeping if we like fresh vegetables but we don't always keep them because they go bad yeah but so what we've been doing a lot lately if you have this if you live in a place where you have grocery delivery you don't have to go to the store every day mm-hmm. you know and get fresh vegetables so that's something that we've been trying to take advantage of is you know with walmart they have the walmart plus it's kind of like amazon prime you mm. can sign up for that it's like ten dollars a month yeah and it Super takes and it affordable. yeah you, all you have to do is pay the driver you know pay a, a a little tip for the driver the delivery fee is is waived and i mean it's it's been huge. We get lots of, you know, I so like we having fresh get it when blueberries, we it. Right. right? And so, so we can just get a couple of things that we need. You know, Walmart doesn't have the best produce, but it's definitely better than just, right. than the, you know, than it's better than nothing, right? And you and know, fresh
0: <laughs> and the fresh veggies that we do have. Like I eat. I, I also have an idea of what I'm going to have for my snacks every week. And that might change next week. Like I've been doing like the light and fit yogurt bowls with 50 grams of blueberries. And then I'll have, and then it depends on like what my day looks at, like, but I always have like something extra that I can fit in there for my carbs. But like this week, I've planned that I want like carrots. I've been like doing carrots with ranch seasoning um, and then turkey, pepperoni and string cheese and some pickles on the side. I don't know. It sounds weird. Like a pregnancy craving, I promise I'm not pregnant, but it just goes well, sets me up for success because it's a good balance of protein, carbs and healthy carbs and fat. And so I've been having that for my midday snack. And so I'll buy like a small bag of the baby carrots and that'll last me all week. And so things like that, like I know I'm going to eat every day. I'll buy fresh carrots because I know I'm going to be home during that time and I know I'm going to be eating them. If this was a week we weren't going to be home a lot or if I didn't really, I wasn't feeling carrots, I wouldn't buy carrots for that week. Exactly. So it's just being smart about being intentional about what you're going to want to eat that week and only buying enough to last that week. And if you don't feel like you're going to eat it in time, then buy the frozen option instead. So that way it won't go bad.
1: And another thing too is like once it gets close to that, to that date where it's starting to get kind of turn a little bit, mm-hmm. freeze it. Yeah. You know, so like you know, you know, throw it away yeah. or freeze it. So you could either, you know, so that's something that we do too, like for spinach, I will put it in a bag and we'll freeze mm-hmm. it. And you then know, you can it put it's seeking a bag. And then you can put Perfect. it in a smoothie. I or love I can...
0: frozen spinach and smoothies because exactly. it makes the consistency. You better. can't even
1: really taste it either mm-hmm. in a smoothie. So you could yeah it adds a lot, lot of greens in. in. So yeah. yeah.
0: So the next part of her question was also meal prep. I would love tips on how to successfully meal prep, which I feel like we kind of touch base on that, but um i it's the same concept like i start my week about like what protein source i'm gonna want do i want chicken this week do i want ground turkey do i want lean beef like do i want to make taco bowls for lunch or something like that so you start i start with the protein source Um, And then I'll pick a healthy carb, which I kind of touched base on. So if I'm the only carb that I really prep ahead of time would be quinoa, honestly. Other than that, I'll do like Uncle Ben's rice. We do low-cal tortilla wraps. Like if we want to make like wraps with veggies on the side or something like that, we do... I. I eat bonsa pasta almost every single day because I love it. I feel like it also has protein in it. So it's a good way to get like that pasta fix if you like pasta. Um, And then other than that, just like fruits, you can do sweet potatoes, regular potatoes if you plan for them. Those might be something that's easy to prep if you have an air fryer. I feel like air fryers just heat it up and make it feel like it's fresh. Um,
1: kind of gets a little crispy, Yeah, It gets a little crispy, like it's brand new. Um,
0: so I would do that if I was going to do potatoes for my carb source that week. And then I pick a green. Um, if you don't know what sounds good, just make a freaking salad, like throw a bunch of greens in a bed and then throw your protein source and healthy fat on top of that. Super easy. Um, and then obviously pick a healthy fat source. So something like coconut oils that you're cooking your meat in avocados, uh, most nuts that are healthy fats, like almonds. I do tons of sliced almonds. In my oatmeal in the morning, or I'll do them at night in my yogurt bowl. You can do walnuts, whatever you prefer, um, or a dressing that's oil-based. But you gotta watch those because they add up really quickly and add a ton of calories because it is fat-based since it's oil-based. So your calories gonna rack up. So right. if you choose to do that, just make sure you're tracking it accurately by weighing it out and planning for that.
1: Yeah, you know, you can do like a good mix of like a good dressing if you just want to do something that's you know kind of with a little bit of little bit of fat. But you could do extra virgin olive oil, just a few grams, like, mm-hmm. you know, like 10 maybe in that, because that'll add up pretty quick, yeah. but then you can, and then you can mix in some balsamic vinegar. That's what I do. And so that's, it kind of gives you a little bit of both And mm-hmm. that, you know, the balsamic vinegar is another one. that's a super, super low calorie, not vinaigrette, but <laughs> low balsamic vinegar, right? It's really, really low calorie. And it's one of those that a dabble do you. You don't yeah, need a whole, need whole a lot. You know, I use like 20 grams mm-hmm. and that's, that's because I use a, I eat a massive salad. Yeah. And so, I mean, really 10, 15 grams of that. Is plenty.
0: So for me personally, I would rather get my fats from things that I know is going to keep me full longer, just because, especially if I'm in a deficit, if I'm on maintenance, it doesn't really matter. Cause I'm going to be full anyways. Um, but if I'm in a deficit, I try to save those calories and I would rather eat my healthy fats on something. That's not like an oil. Cause for me, some people that might fill you up and that's great. Like Trey loves it mm-hmm. for me. I would rather have like a little bit of almonds or more cheese with my meal or something like that. And then save my calories for something else. Um, But I also make what sounds good for that specific week um, all at the beginning of the week. The things I do have to prep, like my chicken and then my quinoa, I'm going to have that. And then the rest of that is just easy grab and go stuff. That way I can heat up what I want separately and make different combinations so I don't get sick of eating the same thing over and over again. So like I'll make a taco, if I wanted like lean ground beef for my protein source that week, like 96.4 ground beef. If I wanted a taco bowl one day, then I could do like a bed of lettuce, some taco meat, um, some cheese some salsa and then call it good add some like veggies in there like corn would be good in a taco salad or something and then the next day if i'm like i don't want to eat that again then i could do a wrap with a low carb tortilla cheese and the taco meat that I already had prepped and some salsa so that's that's a good example of like different variations of how you can change it up but still be basically eating the same thing it's just a different carb source or a different sauce like. Um, you can do whatever you want that's just an example but I like to make it all different instead of like meal prepping it together that way I can have different variations Um, so the next question we have on our list is how to fuel before after a hard workout or strenuous activity like a day walking around a theme park I found I find I feel woozy hungry or dizzy sometimes so this one's going to kind of be a (laughs) it might be a not the answer you want to hear to this, but 90% of the time it's because of the food quality you're eating, not the amount of calories you're eating that's causing you to feel woozy or dizzy or hungry. Um, especially if you're at an amusement park. Like you're probably in the heat, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're probably eating a lot of things high in sugar, things you don't normally eat, maybe some alcohol. Like there's just so many things that are making you feel bad that don't really have to do with the amount of calories you're eating. Cause a lot of people think that, like, I'm not eating enough calories. That's why I don't feel good in my workout. But it's quite... It's really just the quality of food you're eating because when you're eating a lot of junk and sweets, like your body naturally is craving those nutrients it's not getting from your food. And so it's going to tell you that you're hungry because it's like, hey, girl, we need some more nutrients. So it's continuing to tell you that you're hungry. So you keep eating crap and then you continue to feel hungry. And then you're overeating in a surplus because you're eating a small amount for a lot of calories and you keep overeating because you're still hungry. And then it's just a vicious cycle. And then obviously you don't feel good because when you fuel your body with mostly crap, you're going to feel like crap. That's just reality. Um, There's very few people I know that can eat crap and still function. I'd say maybe two. I've met my whole (laughs) life. (laughs) And I like but for the majority of us normal humans like we can't function off of crap all day and feel good. It's just not reality. So that normally is the majority of people's problems when it comes to issues like that even if it's before and after workout. That being said, if you are someone that eats really really clean and you're feeling woozy or dizzy during a workout or something, then you do need to like focus on swapping out and adapting your meal times. Like for me, I wake up or really early in the morning to work and I am starving. I don't work out normally till 12, and so I have to I had to really adapt my um, scheduling with my food. So I wake up and have a small breakfast when I first wake up, like a small carb source. I'll have like an apple with peanut butter or half a bagel or or something like that. What'd you say? Oatmeal. Well, that's my, I have two (laughs) breakfasts because that works best for me. I'm always hungry. If I wouldn't, if I didn't eat when I first woke up, then it would be game over. So I do, I eat a small breakfast then, and then I can hold off until around 10 ish And then I have like a bowl of oatmeal. I used to be eggs, but my body is rejecting eggs right now for some reason, which would make my life so much easier if I could eat them. But I'll have like oatmeal with peanut butter and some sliced almonds and then some berries in it. And then that makes me be able to function and get through my workout. And then I don't eat lunch until like two. But if I didn't space my meals out in the morning to set me up for success, I would go into my workout super hungry. That would affect my workout immensely. I wouldn't be able to push as hard. I would be ravenous after my workout when it when it was two o'clock and I hadn't eaten lunch yet. And then I'd probably make some really bad choices. So it's all about just figuring out where you are in life and then finding the best system that works for you personally. Because what works for me isn't gonna work best for you and vice versa. So it's just about being adaptable and really, digging deep and asking yourself, am I eating pretty clean if I'm feeling this way? If not, I need to start there. I need to clean up my diet. I need to eat a lot of whole foods. I need to add more veggies. I need to add more greens, more lean protein and cut out the sweets and alcohol and all of those heavily processed things that I'm eating, and then see how I feel from there. If I still feel that way after a month of doing that consistently, I'm not saying you can eat clean one day and be like, well, it's not working. (laughs) Like you have to do it consistently over time for your body to adapt to that new normal. And your results, you probably won't feel better immediately, but if you do it consistently, I guarantee you, if you clean your diet up, you're going to feel better.
1: Yeah, Um, I think so too. Like, you know, if just pre-workout wise, like I think about when I feel my best. And, you know, so like for me, you know, same deal. We both work out at 12. So I'll get up and I'll have eggs and some toast. And that's really what I have every morning. And so it's a good mix of carbs, fat and protein. And then right before we leave, usually about 30 minutes or so, I'll have like another little carb source, like a banana with some peanut butter or some cutie oranges, something like that. And so that doing it that way, having some carbs right before I work out just gives me that little boost of energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I probably the best I ever felt pre-workout wise, I would eat, uh, like, oh gosh, mashed sweet potatoes and then have some ground beef. And that was like, I don't know. I felt like I was on drugs when I was working out. I was like jacked. You think feeling. it's just was because just, oh, it was yeah. like
0: a denser carb source? I don't
1: know. Like I really can I, I got that from Ben Bergeron. He's a, you know, CrossFit coach and he coaches a lot of, you know, games athletes and he's, you know, that was one of the things that he did. That's where I got that idea. And really I felt amazing. I don't know if it was just like a, like, you know, a starchy carb because yeah. it's, you know, you know, and then a little more sugar, a little, you know, and then having the, like we had ground beef. So there's a little fat to it. So it, you know, stay in my belly longer. I don't know, but I mean, really that it takes was something... your body
0: a little bit longer to digest those like really right. complex, Yeah, if carbs. You add, fi-
1: add yeah. some fat to it. Those things are, you know, those those you know having adding in some fat will help slow down how mm-hmm. you know your how fast it gets digested but you know but anyway it's just it but it, again i it, feel but. like
0: for me if i eat too heavy right before i go yeah. then i feel sick during my workout so it really it just it depends on you because every body is different right and i said every body because that's true your yeah. body is different than <laughs> mine and it functions different than mine and so it just it's kind of a trial error and error thing like you have to trial and error oh my goodness you have to figure out what what works best for you by Trying different strategies and approaches, and adapt and being adaptable. But the main thing, again, I can't stress enough, is focusing on your food quality. Because if your food quality and I'm not saying I eat an apple a day. If you're also eating an apple and donuts and pizza and crap, it doesn't matter. Like the and majority. it does matter yes. too. Yes. Like if you're getting off track every single weekend, that's definitely going to affect you throughout the week. Even if you're eating clean during the week, if you're eating like a maniac on the weekends. Or a toddler that's unsupervised.
1: <laughs> There's been many a Monday where I've gotten to work out and I felt like garbage because, Just because I ate bad on Friday. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it affects you and, days and a, later. Yeah, and, and so an that exactly, fit. <laughs> that's another good thing to
0: look at. Like you have to be consistent, and I would say at least eighty percent of your calories need to be coming from healthy, healthy, nutrient dense foods. That doesn't mean you have to be a Nazi and only grow your vegetables in the backyard and only eat like perfectly farm-raised chicken, like, no. But you have to be mindful that you're eating the majority of your calories from good, healthy sources that are aligning with your fitness goals and aligning with you feeling good. Because if you're not, then that's your problem. Um, but we keep going on and yeah, on about that. but we probably but got that's,
1: time for one more question. Yeah.
0: So the next one was kind of how to deal with hunger on how to adjust your food when you've increased the volume of your workouts and body is demanding more fuel. And that's kind of the same thing. The first thing you need to look at is, what, how is my diet? Am I mainly eating out heavily processed foods? fitting in a lot of junk in my macros or am I eating clean the majority of the time and making sure that I'm adapting to making sure that my meals are prioritizing my fitness goals, like my meal timing and all of those things. Like, have I tried anything different? Um, ask yourself those things before you automatically think that I have to increase my calories. Because again, that could be the case, but if you're not eating good, healthy carb sources, then you're probably, that's your problem. You need to eat healthier in order to fuel yourself better through your workout. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, you know, just little things that you could tweak. Like, so if you're, if you're eating ribeyes for, for your dinner, every night there's a lot of calories in a ribeye but if you switch that to chicken breast you can have way more double what you know double the amount just volume of of chicken breast than you can and you're going to be full longer and And I tell people
0: that all the time like think about like 500 grams of watermelon is around 150 calories so is 28 grams of Dorito chips like which one do you think is going to fuel your workout longer and make you feel better throughout the day and make you feel more full Mm -hmm. like Duh, it's a yeah. no brainer. So that's what I mean by like, you need to focus on the quality of food you're eating. Cause most of the time, if you're not dropping weight rapidly, it's not a calorie issue. Yeah. It's a quality of food issue.
1: Right. Just two main, two big things. If you're dealing with hunger and that's and it's your, that's just a real struggle for you, lean meats and fiber filled veggies yes. will, it will be your fix because mm-hmm. those fiber filled veggies, same deal. They act a lot like protein where they digest slowly. They, you know, so you'll not only feel full and, and also there are super low, most of them are super, super low calorie. So you can eat a crap ton of yeah. them and you know, you can get full. And the great thing is you'll stay full.
0: And you'll feel like a freaking superhero. Right. Like you'll have so much energy. Energy energy
1: will be through the roof. Like it's
0: crazy. People are like, I just wish I could feel better. And I'm like, you can <laughs> <laughs> just eat better. Yes. Um. But I think that it's just, and also Don't come out with your pitchforks because there are some cases where you do need more fuel if you're like an athlete and you're working out crazy hours. But if your weight's not dropping, you're gaining weight and you're feeling this way, it's probably your food quality, not calories. Um, So the next question comes to weight fluctuations. So frustrating. They are so frustrating, but they happen to everybody. Like if you saw my chart of my weight loss trajectory, it's up and down. Like it looks like I had a heart attack, but it's the overall trend is downward. The reason you're seeing those fluctuations is normally – because your body is just holding on to water weight it's a being a normal human body and functioning the way it's supposed to function which results in water weight and inflammation and all of these things that the scale also picks up on that isn't actual fat that's why we only look for that one constant a week to kind of have a more better idea a week. Um, yeah, yeah a constant which is your low weight in every single week um because when we go by that constant it tells us like what your body's actually doing beyond those fluctuations but we expect the fluctuations we we know that they're going to happen. They're nothing new. They're going to happen the rest of your life. It's just something that you have to be okay with and know like if I'm making the choices I'm supposed to make, if I've been consistent, if my food quality is up to par, if I have been hitting my targets consistently, this is absolutely not fat gained because I'm confident that my choices have aligned with fate, with my fat loss goals or whatever goals I have. If you can confidently say that, it's not actual fat. Yeah. And so you just have to keep going and be consistent and then you'll continue to see that one new low a week and you'll see consistent progress. That's all you can do. But if you let those fluctuations get to you and you end up overeating or throwing in the towel because you're frustrated, you definitely won't see consistent progress. So you just have to remember that reality is this is normal. My body is being a normal body and fluctuating up and down because it's being a body. That's yeah. what your body does. And it's just,
1: you know, there's several things like, you know, that, that cause that, you know, so it could be hormones. It could be your cycle. It could be eating so out the night things. before. It's too much sodium for one meal mm-hmm. or, you know, there's you just little later things later like You ate later than that.
0: normal. And a lot of people, that's a big hangup. They're like, well, I can't eat after six. And I'm like, yeah, you can. can. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you may have more food in your belly. If you ate at 1030 at night, and you had big volume. But if you're hitting in your targets and you're eating eating that late, you're still fine. Yeah. Like long-term, you, you'll long look at, term you'll you'll be still, okay. like
1: if you zoom out and you look and you're like, well, I ate late every day one week because mm-hmm. I had a busy week okay well if you look at your overall trend and you still hit all your targets that you will still see a loss eventually. But that's also
0: why we track all this data because a lot of clients do, they get so zoomed in on the day-to-day progress that they lose sight of what they're actually doing. And so we're able to show them like their graphs over a month or two. And it can be eye-opening either way. It can be like, oh crap, like no wonder my weight's up. Look what I've been doing. Or it can be like, oh, I'm actually, I am seeing progress. It just didn't feel like it because my weight was up today and I'm also started my cycle yesterday. So of course it is like, Those things are very important to track for that reason, because it can seem like it's not working when it actually is. But again, the main thing with that is you focus on your choices aligning with your goals and you will always see consistent progress eventually. Even if you don't see loss one week, that's normal too. If you can be consistent and keep going, eventually you will. Yeah. Um, and then the last question we're gonna say today is how do you stay organized? Follow a pen and paper plan, log in MyFitnessPal. What info do you keep track of? So, yeah, I don't do pen and paper. Um, I just log my day ahead of time. That's how I keep track. Like it stay organized that I feel like that's the best thing you can do. Um, to not feel overwhelmed or like you're guessing or winging it every day because that's stressful. I couldn't do it that way. And I've logged for seven years. Like, so I log the what I think I'm going to have. I keep my meal simple. Like we talked about at the beginning, but my, mo- my meal prepping, according to my goals and my health goals, not just my fat loss goals or maintenance goals. Like I eat to feel good and to be healthy, not just to chase some goal that I have. And so I keep my meal simple. And then that way, whenever I go to bed at night and we're watching our movies or I'm scrolling through social media anyways, it takes me about two minutes to log my full day because I know exactly what I'm going to have. It's not overwhelming. Everything's simple. Even if I know we're going to be eating out for dinner one night, like as long as I log the majority of my day around what I think I'm going to have, it's going to be easy to swap something if it's not exactly. And I'm still going to hit my targets by default because I planned for that. If you plan for success, it's always going to be yours. And so um, it says, what info do you keep track of? Um, I don't know if this is exactly what you mean, but I keep track of our like for clients purposes, like we keep track of your um every single day, all of your data. Like if you're hit if you're over carbs, if you're under protein, if you're over calories, if you hit all three targets. If you were
1: inaccurate. If you if were inaccurate, gonna- <laughs> if you
0: didn't log, if you yeah. missed your assessment, like your weigh-ins every single week we keep track of all of that data so we have concrete evidence to go back on so if you're someone who's logging consistently and you're not seeing progress and you're frustrated we can show you color-coded your month with us and it'll show you like oh i was over calories 14 days this week like or 14 days this week 14 days this month (laughs) (laughs) which will show you like okay now i know what i need to work on so that's the data that we info we keep track on and i will tell you that when our app is done, hopefully, God willing, it's soon. It's already done. We're just doing the background work. Um, this is going to be your home screen. You're going to get to see color coded, like when you hit your targets, when you were over calories, when you were over carbs, blah blah blah, all of those things. It's going to show you so you can see what your actually your choices in your face every day when you open your app. And that's gonna be so beneficial for you because I know for me, I used to track it in my planner, like, oh, I hit my target today and I'd color that square green or color the next one red. And that's kind of where this idea came from because knowing I had to color in that box red because I went over again was like enough for me to be like, I don't wanna to have to color it red tonight, so I'm not going to. Um, so that's another way to keep you accountable, but tracking that information really is so helpful, seeing your trends, seeing why your body um, reacts the way it does and also just to show you that oh it's actually working i just don't see it yet or I need to improve on this area, but I know exactly what I need to improve on because the data is here and I've tracked everything. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's all we have for today. We're going to rush out the door and go get our workout done, but we love you guys. And as always, we want to hear from you. If you have any other questions you want us to answer, let us know. You can shoot us a text, a message, whatever works for you because we want to hear from you and we want to talk about what you want us to talk about. Otherwise, we're just going to keep talking about what we want to talk about, (laughs) and that's not what we want to do. Um, so we hope you guys are having a great week and we We'll talk to you next time.
1: Have a great week, guys.
0: Bye.